0: You are now listening to, okay, okay wait. Wait. And child, viewer discretion is certainly advised. Because with Onre, you'll never know what is going to come out of his mouth. From topics of sex to picking your brain about life itself. And trust me, if he wants to discuss, baby, he's, he's gonna, gonna discuss. It. And leave you thinking, okay, but wait. As always, get the glasses ready, because the filter is off. And give it up for your host, Onre to return. Of OVW. Okay, but wait. <laughs> I'm your host, Andre, as usual. And oh my gosh, I say who do I have with me, but it's literally just me. And let me tell y'all, this shit is nerve wracking. So, to all my people that do a podcast by themselves, honey, <laughs> glasses and hats off to you because, like, I, honey i just take a sip for you, because this is not for me. <laughs> but some of y'all requested that I do some episodes by myself. So this is this is what I'm doing. This is for y'all. This is for y'all. So as always, I've got my wine glass with me. I've got my mic with me. I've got my sense of humor with me. But y'all just need to have your glasses and your listening, Okay? Or your ears. Oh, well. <clears throat> so let's get into the topic. I'm actually superbly nervous to talk about it, as well as superbly, like, I'm super excited to talk about it, because I think it's something that is going to touch a lot of y'all, um, <laughs> you might need some tissues as well, but, um, I don't know, um, I've briefly talked about it on the podcast, it's something that I've been struggling with for a while, um, and I'm I'm excited to share it. I guess so. Without further ado, I hope y'all had enough time to fill up those glasses, um, and let's get into it. And if you're watching this video, thank y'all so much for tuning in. Mind your business, okay? <laughs> um, today we're drinking some Stella Rosa. So if y'all have some Stella Rosa with you, go on and pour them glasses ah! up. <laughs> it's Stella Pink. Um, so. Yeah, we're just trying her out. But let's get into the episode. Um, For those of y'all that don't know, I have an addiction. I have quite a few addictions, actually, um, which I'll get into the other one um, in another podcast episode, depending on how I feel about this one. But um, I'm not talking about my nicotine addiction, and that'll get into another episode. So mind your fucking business. I have a sex addiction. And it sounds super crazy to say. um, But I've noticed that I am addicted to sex. But I wouldn't consider myself like a nymphomaniac. I more so would say that I like having sex, if that makes sense. It's really weird um, because... I find that when I'm outside of a relationship, I don't like having sex for a while. But, or inside of a relationship, not outside. Outside is a different story. Outside I'm like, come here, bring that dick here, Okay. okay? <laughs> um, but inside of a relationship, I find that it is so hard for me to have sex. Like, it takes me a few months to just be like, well, I can't really say a few months because... My relationships don't last that long. But <clears throat> it takes me a while to like really want to take that step into sex. Um, but outside of relationship, I'm like, fuck. Like, fuck me here, fuck me there. Fuck you here, fuck you there. Like, fuck anywhere at that point. And I don't know why. Well, I wouldn't even say that I don't know why. Um, I really would more so say like, Let's get into it. Like let's hear. It. Let's talk about it. Um, For those of you that don't know, which you should, because I talk about it all the time. I go on several self-heal journeys, and with that, I try to abstain from having sex. And those last yeah, probably three months, as long as my relationships, to be honest. Um, and then from there, it's like a complete relapse of just sex and it's not like I'm just having sex like with one person like it's like sex back to back to back and as dirty as that sounds I'm a very clean person so don't try to call me out for that um and some of y'all will look at that and be like oh you're a whore you're a slut you're this that and the other but I don't know. For me, I don't really consider it that. I mean, if you want to call me a whore, you can't because I'm not getting paid. You can call me a slut. um, But it's something that I honestly truly have been dealing with. And something that... It's not even that I'm ashamed of it. But part of me is kind of ashamed of it. Because it's like, fuck. Like, why can't I just, I guess, value my body a lot more than I should be valuing it at? Um... I don't know, it's weird. It's like, as much as I say that I don't want to have sex and that I want to save my body, you know, which I guess what's left of it at this point, um, for someone who is worthy of it, I get these urges, these itches, these fantasies, realistically, that I'm like, I, I want to be so bad. And it's like, it is because when it comes to having sex, like there's the energy tie that you're having with this person. There's that emotional tie that you're having with this person, the time that you're taking or yeah, time that you're losing just to have sex with this person. And it's not like, these are like random hookups and it's super devaluing to me because like, I know that I'm hot as fuck. And I know that if I were in a relationship Oh my gosh, honey. <laughs> Cardi says she don't cook, she don't clean, and that's how she got a ring. And maybe that's where I'm fucking up, because I cook and clean. Uh, like, I love cooking and I love cleaning. So that's probably why I'm single as fuck. But like I just know like in a relationship, I would treat so like I would treat that motherfucker so well. But it's just getting to that point that like I just can't seem to do and for me it's like since I I'm not in that relationship, which I kind of talked about it in uh, the podcast episode with Meryl, Is traditional dating better? That I really like. Like I want to wake in, like I want to wake up in bed next to a motherfucker. Like I literally like I want to go to sleep, cuddle. Like while we're sleeping, wake up, cook you breakfast, you cook me breakfast. I go to work, you go to work, and you know we're just doing our thing. We're living together, or not together, but like we're just living you know and I think because I want that and because I want that intimacy I find that through sex um, and for me it's not healthy because ultimately I, that's not happening like I can honestly count on my probably one hand how many times people have stayed the night um, and even from that it's like okay you stayed the night but now you're going home and maybe we'll see each other again maybe we won't but it's still not that connection that I really want like I can say like one person has stayed the night gotten me food and then left after that and that connection felt really good but it's still like what happens after that like what's next what's to come and so that's kind of what I've noticed is like I have this which I don't even want to say it's an addiction but it's like I'm addicted to it like I genuinely do enjoy having sex and it sounds so weird it sounds so foul to say and people always ask me like well how are you so comfortable about talking about sex on the podcast and it's like well (laughs) because I like it like I genuinely like I like sharing my experiences y'all if I had a segment of my sex stories we (laughs) can go on for oh, honey, like, I don't want to put myself out there because I'm a Southern Belle, but, like, I have got some experiences, and I think I want to come on here today and let y'all know, like, it's okay to have sex. You know, it's okay to have sex with a lot of people. What it's not okay to do is not be healthy about it. And what I mean by that is, if you're going to have sex with someone, understand that, sex is a very dangerous act. Um, While it can feel good in the moment for, you know, a minute, because let's be honest, we got them three pump dumps, um, two hours, and if you're going around, a day. And it can, that same time, you can catch an STD, you can catch an STI, and that also is not fun. And trust me, like, it's, it's something that people don't realize, like, yeah, well, I can just go take a pill, or I can just go take this, and yada, 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 and it's like, yeah, but mentally, it fucks you up, and I'm honestly truly gonna talk about that, because I think sex is a taboo, but having an STD or STI, I'm so literate on them, but just having anything sexually transmitted, um, that is, like, a fucking, that's a crime, like, if you have one of those, you're dirty, you're filthy, you're this, that, and the other, but you can honestly truly get that from having sex with one person on your first time, and it's like, damn, just because I chose to not even have unprotected sex, because you can have that from just fucking sucking dick or eating pussy, like, I'm I'm sorry, like, I know that was so foul, um, but come on, now, are we surprised here? <laughs> um, but realistically, like you can, y- y'all educate yourselves on sex because I remember texting my friend just being like, "I I'm scared, like I'm scared to have sex," which is it was weird because it was like I don't have health insurance anymore, so getting STD tested is not as accessible as it used to be. For me, which I think possibly was one of the reasons why I was having sex so much, was because it was like I can just go get tested and just you know I'm good. Like if it's something, then I'll pop a pill or get an injection or this that and the other whatever. Um, which of course if you get something that's not curable, you can't do that. But um, <clears throat> and I care so much about my sexual health, y'all. Like as much as it seems like. Y'all are probably like, well, how the fuck are you caring so much if you're having sex? Like, no, like, I care a lot about my sexual health. Um, and I ask those questions Are you tested? Are you, when was the last time you were tested? Oh, last week? Bitch, then show me, show me the, sh- show me the results, okay? Like, uh, Arby's, we have the meats. Like, uh, show me the proof. Um, fucking reality TV show, roll the clip, okay? Um, and if they're not able to show that proof, then. Um, bye bye. But that's only when I am not desperate. And let's get into that because I briefly talked about the dating apps, Grinder, Tinder, this, that, and the other. And it's like <clears throat> I don't have friends with benefits. Like that's not a situation that I really dabble myself in because I get emotionally connected. And it's like, fuck, do you want to be my boyfriend? Do you want to be my girlfriend? This, that, and the other then now we're both hurt, and now I'm not having sex, I'm not having benefits, I'm not having friends. So, um, that's typically not something that I get myself into, because I know myself, but that's probably a little bit healthier, um, in my personal opinion. But, um, it's, it is, which, really, that's even a topic that we could talk about, is the whole friends with benefits situation, and how that, even in and of itself, can honestly truly not be healthy, but, um, I get desperate, and I get on these apps, because I'm like, fuck, like, I want to fuck, I want to do this, you know, I want to suck some dick, like, let's be honest, y'all, we have those urges, where it's just like, damn, like, it'd be nice if I did this, or it'd be nice if I went to this park and did some shit there, like, I don't know, I have weird fantasies, I'm not gonna get into that, but if y'all want me to on another podcast episode, let me know, Um, (laughs) but, like, I have those urges, and it's like, okay, well, you know, I can get on this app and find someone to, you know, hook up with real quick, which it's never really real quick, but, um, and because it's never really real quick, and you get on there and you start at like nine in the morning, and then it's like, well, damn, like I was about to hook up with this person, but then they bailed out. So now I have this urge to have sex even more, so let me go on and, get into it with someone else, and then it's, like, now you're on this app for, you know, longer than anticipated, and you're still wanting to have sex, and then finally it happens, and you're just, like, fuck it, like, do you down a clown? Like, (laughs) you you just gonna run your mouth, or what? You know, like, come here, and now it's, like, damn, you know, I don't want to be, like, are you tested? And then they're, like, no, I'm not tested, but I'm fine, you know, or, yeah, I'm tested, but this, that, and the other, something like that, and so then it's like, okay, well, now we're just having sex. And then it's like, damn, now I have to go and get tested. Which you should get tested after every sexual partner anyways. But it's it's a cycle that needs to be broken for me personally. Um, because I am a promiscuous person. And it's something that I have been struggling with. Like, I try to focus that energy elsewhere. I try to go to the gym or books it on the podcast and the YouTube channel or just didn't work in general, travel, but it's like, I don't know, I have these, even when I'm traveling, it's like, damn, like having sex in a different destination, like how cool would that be or just another story like, damn, like what if I just had sex in this fucking Walmart parking lot or some random shit like that and like, with these apps, you're able to make those things happen. And I think it's just the accessibility of it and you know, some people are like, well, where's the addiction? But y'all don't understand an addiction. Like if it's something that you repeatedly or repetitively do and you try to stop and you can't really stop it, that's an addiction. Um, And it's something that I repetitively do and I try to stop. I go on a break and then I do it again. And now I'm back in this trap, this circle. And I think it's one of those things where it's like, damn, it's not until I have to get tested that I'm like, okay, like, I'm going to stop here. And the amount of times that I've just sat down and prayed to God and just been like, you know, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. And he's probably just looking at me like, you're not, you're not, you're not. And it's, at this point, it's sad because it's like, I want to be done. Genuinely, like, from the bottom of my heart, like, I want to be done. And I think if I stop tethering the fact that I'm having sex because I want to be in a relationship, then it wouldn't. I don't know. It's uh, I wouldn't be having sex as much. But and I've tried different things. I know some of y'all are like, well, bitch, why don't you just get a fucking dildo? I have one. Why don't you get something like get, there's toys for that. Like I've tried toys, y'all. Uh, it, it's there. And honestly, truly, like realistically, it worked for a little bit. And then it's like you're still not getting that intimacy factor. So it's one of those things where it's honestly like, am I even addicted to having sex, or am I just lonely? oh wow um and on that note i'm gonna drink some of my wine and we're gonna take a quick break because i didn't have to do that one right there um give me one moment we're gonna go on a little break get your wine glasses filled up and make sure to hit that subscribe button or follow button depending on what app you're on and share this out um i'll be right back And we are back, um, still emotional, <laughs> um, Why well, like, honestly, truly didn't mean to call myself out like that, um, <clears throat> and this isn't, like, a plea for help, like, I don't want y'all to think that I'm, like, you know, pleading for help, or just being, like, date me, or this, that, yeah, they're, like, I honestly, truly, I, this podcast is literally for me, and for everyone else who's going through the same thing, because, Uh, sex is very popular in the gay community and there's the stigma that HIV comes from you know the homosexual community and uh, uh, truth be told being in it, I understand why like we we have sex a lot we're built off of sex which sucks um and it's something that I myself am trying to break from because I truly do want to build that relationship with myself I truly do want to build that relationship with someone else and You know, I'd hate to have sex, so like, or just have sex with the wrong person, and bam, now I have, you know, an STD that's not curable because I didn't ask the right questions, or I didn't go with my gut, or I just didn't stay my ass at home and work on something else, you know? And it's one of those things where it's like, for those of you that don't know, like, it's not like I'm like, okay, I know that I can, you know, do other things but it's that urge it's that it's kind of like gambling it's literally like gambling like you are playing with life um which is something that my mom told me when i had this conversation with her uh well vaguely have this conversation with her mom if you're listening to this i guess it's a little bit too late now but um <laughs> please listen to something else <laughs> there's other podcasts to listen to um <laughs> no but um I'm going to get a text from her, like, uh, we need to talk. Seek therapy. (laughs) But no, like, honestly, truly, um, it's, am I lonely? Yeah, y'all, I live alone. Um, and I wouldn't even say, like, I'm lonely to the aspect of, like, you know, just, like, sad, depressed, lonely. I just genuinely, like as much as I say, like, I'm not looking for a relationship, I'm not ready for a relationship, which I know, like, I honestly truly probably am not ready for a relationship, like, at this stage in my life right now, like, uh, I got a lot on my plate. If it happens, it happens, but uh, it's something that I constantly have to remind myself of is you're not looking for a relationship, you know, you're going to be alone at times, but those times that you are alone are the times that you need to be, you know, working on the podcast or working on this, or just watching TV, like, I remember when I was watching Queen of the South, (laughs) y'all, people would hate me, because I was still on the apps during then, and I'd literally be in the middle of texting someone, and bam, nothing happened, because shit got real in fucking Queen of the South, and I think I, like, I noticed that I'm actually more sexually active during the podcast, than I am outside of the podcast. So maybe I... Because I'm stressed during the podcast. Which I love doing it. But uh, maybe that's like a stress reliever for me. I don't know. But it's something that I genuinely have been like soul searching to figure out why I go through this problem. Or I, I wouldn't even call it... Well, yeah, it is a problem. Um, but it's... It's not healthy. Honestly, truly. It's not... It's not healthy, it's not, you know, it's not something that I go to sleep and, like, cry myself to sleep about, but it's definitely something that, you know, I, <laughs> truth be told, like, to give y'all a synopsis of it, or not even a synopsis, but background, like, I'll never forget, I had, I had sex with someone, and I was probably young, we'll say, <clears throat> young enough to where my parents could, like, Beat my ass still, I guess. Or not beat my ass, but, you know. I was still under my parents' supervision. And I remember I was so scared. Um, I had went on a trip. um, And, like, I remember, like, that was nothing. Like, my friends were like, dude, you're dumb. Like, no, like, that's not how that happens. And I was like, okay. And then afterwards, I had broke up with my ex. And I remember I had sex with this guy. And... Then from there, I was like, oh my gosh, like, something's not right. Like, I just felt weird. And then I got into another relationship. <clears throat> and like I said, I don't like having sex during relationships. But um, something just was in the back of my head, like, and for those who don't know, I am very much a hypochondriac. So, um, like, uh, the boy who, the like, I am the boy who cried wolf. Um, and so... I remember I was in this relationship, and everything was going good, like, I wouldn't say in love, but, like, you know, young love, uh, honeymoon stage, I guess you can call it, and I just remember, like, something had happened that I was like, oh my gosh, like, do I have a, like, an STD? Um, I think it was, like, I, this is gonna be real TMI, but, like, something just system-wise was, like, weird. And I was like, that doesn't seem right. Like, that shouldn't be happening. But I was too scared to let them know. And so I just kind of became distant from them. And because of that distance, we ended up breaking up. And I, like, cried. Like, I bawled my eyes out. Um, well, for 30 seconds. But, um, (laughs) um... and that's a whole nother story in and of itself. But I literally, like, I just, I was so hurt. I was hurt for, like, the entire, like, week. Um, and I remember telling the person, like, why it was that I became distant, But because I was still under my parents' supervision and everything, um, and I guess I just wasn't, obviously, like, no one's comfortable being like, hey, um, I'm having sex, and I think I got an STD from it. Um, I didn't want to say anything to them. And so I did it. Years passed by, like, this is, um, well, not years, but finally, once I was able to, like, get tested without my parents, um, having to be called, (laughs) um, I got tested, and everything came back clear, and then, but that was, like, I want to say it was probably, like, an entire year, so, like, this entire year, like, I felt, y'all, like, like I said, I'm a hypochondriac, so I was, like, I've got HIV. And I just remember the amount of money that I spent that year. Like I was living it. Like it was my last days every day. Cause I was like, I never know. Like if I, you know, this might be my last day and poof goes the dynamite and poof goes me. Um, and so I literally like, I, uh, I was depressed the entire year because I hadn't told anybody, um, again, like financial wise spending money on whatever it was that I wanted to get. Um, And I remember the day that I got tested, and they came back, you know, negative. I had, yeah, negative. I had told my friends, um, you know, came back negative, and then I told them the story. And, like, they broke down. And, like, I never understood the severity of it until then. Because I was just like, you know, honestly, truly, like, if they told me, (laughs) you're HIV positive, I would have honestly, truly jumped off of a cliff. Like, no cap. Um, And I'm not suicidal in any type of way, shape, or form. Um, Not anymore, at least. Well, I wasn't then. Um, I was just, like, in a depressive state. Um, But, like, I'm not going to lie. Like, if they told me that, like, I don't think that I would have been able to live with myself or even face the fact that I have to go with that. And I know, like, there's different things that you can do and different, you know, medications that you take and stuff. But at the end of the day, like, me personally don't think that I could have handled that. Um, And so uh, it was something that was super selfish. And that is kind of what I've had to realize with having sex is it's a selfish thing. Everything about it is very selfish. Like, uh, having unprotected sex, it's selfish. Because you get an STD, which, I mean, it's not even selfish, but it's like, think about it. You get an STD that's uncurable, you pretty much just put, Like this timeline on your life, which we're all you know, or you short the timeline, I guess you could say. You all have a timeline, but it's like now you know, it's something that was so easily avoidable, I guess you could say. And now, you know, your loved ones, you're pretty much gonna have to say goodbye to them, which it again can happen regardless, but it's like damn, like it's something that you'll probably hate forever and of course I don't know I knock on wood haven't gotten that so um let me literally knock on wood <laughs> um cause god forbid um <clears throat> but every time I have to get tested it's always like is today day? Is today? is today is today the day and um it's frightening like getting tested is frightening it's I don't know, like, it's it's scary. Like, even the most recent time, and I was at a different place, I hated the experience. I was like, fuck, like, I'm terrified of needles. I know, if you're watching the video, you can't see all the ear piercings that I have, but I've got, like, five piercings. I've got two tattoos, so, like, I know, like, people will be like, what? But, like, I'm terrified of needles. Um, and, like, that experience was just awful, but I had to get it done, and, um, I'll never forget the time that I I got tested and it came back negative. Like everything came back negative. It was weird. But literally like and this is going to be TMI. <clears throat> but again, we were having system malfunctions and I was so embarrassed, y'all. I was so embarrassed like I didn't work out. I wasn't going to the gym. Like, I literally had to wear, I literally had to steal my mom's panty liner. So, y'all, like, it was so gross. Um, it was painful. Um, it was just, it was disgusting. And I literally, like, I had to go get another test somewhere else because I'm like, this isn't right. Like, I'm not understanding, like, why I'm having to go through this. Like, if, you know, like, what's going on? Like, run more tests. Like, I don't know what you got to do, but do it. And, um, I had to go out of, like, get out of work on some days. Like, it was, it was something. Like, it was literally, like, it was right before my birthday, at that. And so, I was, I was depressed. Like, my birthday? Depressed. Like, I had a Halloween party, too. And I was, like, I don't even know. Like, I was doing my massage. I'm, like, this is going to be so awkward. Like, if... They can tell, like, it was just, I was uncomfortable for the entire month of October. Um, And here I am still having sex. Um, Like, I had to get a shot to get it cured. And when I tell y'all, my entire leg went numb. Um, (laughs) It went numb. Like, I literally was limping for, like, a whole day. I was working at a car dealership at this point and I literally like had to walk a lot limping or limped a lot, I guess you can say. Um I was sorry, limps a lot at that point. <clears throat> um and it was embarrassing. Like I was genuinely embarrassed. I was gen like during that time I was sad, I was depressed again. Um and for those of you that are like, well, all of this can be easily avoided, you're correct. It can. It very much so can. But do you think that nicotine addicts don't know that they can stop? Do you think that heroin addicts know that, you know, they can stop? It's a literal addiction. It's something that we fight every day. I can definitely get up, wake up, and go through my day and be like, I'm not going to have sex. And I can do that 365 days a year. I can. And I know that I can but I choose not to, you know, I, and I don't know why, and so, obviously, like, I'm not coming on here to just share my experience of how much of a, I guess you could say, dirty person that I am, I'm coming on here to let y'all know that it happens, and that there's ways around it, let me take a sip, I have addictive personality. Um, Like, if I find something that I like, it's very easy for me to get addicted to. Like I said, nicotine's one of them. And it's not like I want to continue to do it, you know? It's one of those things. Nicotine, I've stopped. I've gone, like, uh, like, I've literally completely stopped. And then it just takes one trip, and I'm like let me go buy my cancer stick and bam now I'm hooked again <clears throat> um and I know working out and stuff I shouldn't be doing that but then I see other people doing it and I'm like well if they're in shape I did in shape you know so it's kind of the same thing where it's like you know well, if they're having sex I can have sex you know and I'm just sexually adventurous um like I've been to sex clubs we honestly in I enjoyed it. It was an experience, and I think that's what it is, is I'm all about the experiences, and that's what gets me in trouble. And so, yeah, um, I've had, I don't know if it's an STD or an STI, but I've had sexually transmitted things. Um, Am I proud of it? Fuck no. No. No one's ever proud of it. And if you're going to get under these comments or if you're going to get under anybody's page or anything and tell them that they're dirty and this, that, and the other, you're dirty. You're an awful person. Because, again, the same way that it could take one time to get pregnant, it's the same way it could take one time to fucking get an STI or an STD. So, you're an awful person, and truth be told, I'm my worst critic. So, whatever you say to me or whatever you do... It's not really going to affect me because <laughs> my opinion is really the opinion that's going to hurt me the most. Um, and I learned from it each time, or not each time, but like when I had it, I did the research and I learned from it. Like people don't understand, like you have an STD or an STI for too long. I think it's like gonorrhea you have that for too long, it makes you infertile. And people don't know that. So they're like, well, I just, you know, pop this pill, I get this injection or whatever it is that you need to do to get rid of it, and then I'm good. And it's like, yeah, but are you understanding, like, the underlying effects of it as well? Because if you wait too long, who knows? You could wait waited three months. Now you're infertile. And now it's years down the line when you're trying to have a baby and you don't know why, you know? And here it is. It's something there. I am very much so aware of the causes, or not even the causes, the, uh, consequences of it, that's the word that I'm looking for, wrong, see, um, very much sober of it, and here I am, I'm here to tell y'all, like, if you're gonna have sex, be safe, safe sex is the best sex, to be honest, I've never been, and truth be told, y'all, I've never been the person to be like, ah, but it feels so much better without a condom, motherfucker, put that shit on, you know, I'm, I'm all for, and I'm late, like, I have a latex allergy, and I'm all for putting that shit on um, because I don't know. And I think what really boils down to it, and it's something that I talked about on is traditional dating better with uh, Meryl, like, is mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know, just, uh, just like you do your thing, I do my thing to get off, and then we you know start from there. And I think it's one of those things where it's like because these are these hookups, it's a lot harder for me to say. How about we just jerk off and then we go from there? And I think it has a lot to do with my personality. I'm very much so a yes type of guy. Um, I don't like confrontation. (laughs) And so I'm like, you drove all this way. Like, I don't want to be like, no. You know, it's like a people-pleasing aspect, which I hate. Um, So when it comes to these scenarios, and, you know, it's like you're here, and I'm like, I really don't want to put that in my mouth. But, you know, who am I to tell you no? Um... So then there I am with it, I guess, in my mouth. Oh, well. <laughs> but, no, realistically, um, I, you know, I'm still able to live my day-to-day life. Um, so it's not an addiction that is like, damn, you know, I, it's not an addiction that I have to find unless, you know, I'm having to get medications for it and stuff. But honestly, y'all, just be safe. Like, if you take anything from this, I don't want y'all to take that, you know, sex is bad, sex is scary, sex is good, you know? There's a reason why we have it, but be safe. I care about each and every one of y'all more than y'all actually know, Um, and I just want to make sure that y'all are not only being safe, but be comfortable, because sex is, it's not a transaction, but it is a transaction, you know? You're giving away your goods. They're giving away their goods. And you want to make sure that you're investing into something good. Because you don't want to invest into something that you don't want, you know? You don't want to have an experience that's not good. Uh, You don't want, you know, you don't want to look back at life with regrets all at the same time, you know? So you kind of have to weigh out the pros and cons. Is this something that I really want? Or can I find this somewhere else? Or can I just wait? And for those of y'all that might be struggling with a sex addiction, um, y'all, find a hobby. Like, honestly, truly, like, for me, watching TV gets me out of it. Like, I'll sit there and be like, damn, it'd be nice to cuddle. And I just have to remind myself, it would be nice to cuddle, but I'm not going to find somebody to cuddle with on here. Because I haven't found someone to cuddle with on here, you know? We cuddle for maybe two minutes, and then, bam, now we're having sex. And now, you know, there I am. An hour later, two hours later, and I could have been two episodes in. I could have cooked my dinner. I could have done this. So if you're struggling with this, make sure that you understand that you actually want to do it. You know, is it something that you really want to do? Because for me, it's like, yeah, like, it's an experience. But it's like, I would much rather just kind of watch TV. Um, And it's a mind over matter thing. You have to trust yourself, and you have to believe in yourself. You know, if your manager tells you that you need to show up to work at this time, you're going to show up to work at this time. So be your own boss, be your own manager, and show up for yourself because no one's going to show up for you if you're not showing up for you. You know, and they might show up for you for a little bit, but the boy cried wolf a few times. People showed up and cried wolf and got his ass ate. If that's what you want to do, if you want to get your ass ate, you're going to get your ass ate, but you're also going to suffer the repercussions of it, and not all the time it's going to be bad. Sometimes it may be good. Some people find their partners, like, from having sex, um, and I'm not stopping you from doing that, but just be safe about it and understand that you're not alone. I hope that y'all very much so enjoyed this podcast. I am um, I got through it without crying. <laughs> Um, I feel very vulnerable at this point, and I'm super nervous to release it. Um, but I think it's something that I've been needing to share. Um, and hey, if I potentially some of y'all don't want to date me now, y'all weren't for me in the first place. So <laughs> um, make sure to hit that subscribe button and share this video or share the video out, as well as share this podcast episode out and. Follow us at Pod. If you want to follow me personally, all of my social media is the same. onre A-N-R-E, 1020. <laughs> I'm on literally everything. I don't get on Facebook, though, so don't, don't even try to do that there. And let me know what y'all think about this. Like, do y'all want more personal, vulnerable episodes like this? Or do y'all want me to continue to laugh with y'all? Or what do y'all want to hear? Like, let me know. Because... I don't know, I enjoyed doing this episode. I'm like, I feel sick to my fucking stomach right now, but if it's something that's going to help y'all out, then I'm going to do it, okay? If if it's something I'm going to do, I'm going to help y'all out, okay? But make sure to watch the video as well. Hit that subscribe button. I know I've already said that, but I'm going to say it again because I know you fuckers haven't. And um, I'll see y'all in next week's episode. Bye! Oh, and I didn't forget. <laughs> Chuck that wine glass while you're at it. <laughs> Bye!